You're listening to PAX on the Giggles Live Radio Network. Please welcome your hosts, John Marquez and Tom McLean. Bringing that brand new PAX content at least once every three or four months. Yeah. <laughs> it's, wow. good to, it's good to sit down with you again, John. It's I been know. a little while. I almost didn't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on. I mean, and I've been around and I mean, yeah. you got, Santa Paula's got the big car show that just happened over the weekend. So many huge things going on in town. Yeah, it's got busy all of a sudden. I mean, we really have ramped it up here in the community. Yeah, it looked like the car show was doing well. I saw so many videos. People were having so much fun. Yeah, this year, the cruise night has been really receptive. I should say everybody's been really receptive to having a cruise night the way we formatted it. Mm -hmm. We changed the format a little bit this year. We actually do some hard closures for the streets now where before people could actually cruise up and down during the time. Mm -hmm. But because of safety concerns and just it just made more sense to, to close it. Plus, we shortened it a little bit. You know, we no longer go from 7th to uh, all the way to 7th Street to 10th. We went to 8th to 10th, shortened it up, made it a little more condensed, uh, added more things within it. Mm-hmm. And it actually helped because it also helps the city to control it a little bit better. Right. And it keeps costs down nice. because as you extend out, you know, it's an added cost and it's a free event. So how do you pay for a free event when it's costing you so much per week you know, yeah. or per month? So we had to figure out what was what was the best way to do it? And, and city of Santa Paul was actually really good about helping adjust things for us and gave us good suggestions to save money. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we had a lot of contributions with the businesses downtown, like the restaurants, they all contributed this year, which is something new. And so each month they put some money into it to help cover costs. Oh, that's great. And then we had a couple sponsors this year. So it's been uh, additional sponsors. So it, it's really been a good year and people, you know, people don't like change. So they were not really happy about some of the adjustments we made, but it's actually been a much better event, safer event. The crowds are, are even bigger this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this month we just added uh, a, a preview of our new farmer's market. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, so that was finally bringing it back since since the end of October. Um, so we're reformatting that. So we wanted to give a little preview. And so we had a handful of vendors set up on Davis Street. And it was a huge success. We had some food trucks there, so it was it was really good. It kind of took some pressure off the restaurants because uh, restaurants were slammed as usual. Mm-hmm. And then we had one less restaurant, you know, because now right now the Craft House was closed. They closed down this year, and we're looking at Pizza Man Dan will be opening up soon there, right? Which will really be great for downtown. So we had one less restaurant, so we're like, well, let's bring in a couple food trucks to help offset it, and it actually helped because they did really well. The restaurants were slammed as usual. Uh, both two restaurants actually had events going on and a cider had an event and then El Capriccio restaurant had an event in the back in their patio area. So people came out, they could spend all evening here. I mean, yeah. cause the music and stuff at the two restaurants went on to like nine or 10 o'clock. So you come out at four or five in the afternoon, you could stay all night in Santa Paula, which a lot of people did. They said it was packed all night out there. Every video I saw, there was just people all yeah. over the place, great music, smiles, and yeah. looked like delicious food, all kinds of yeah, stuff and going the on. weather was perfect. It was yeah. perfect. So, uh, yeah, I was getting a little worried. At, uh, when we were setting up, it was about 4.30, almost 5. We're like, where is everybody? I'm like, they'll show up. And sure enough, by 5.30, it started getting packed, and by 6 o'clock, it was slammed. Well, I drove through it. It must have been 3 or 3.30. I think I was picking up Tommy for hockey or something, and I remember us driving through, and I was like, oh, I thought that the cruise night was tonight, because they weren't even setting up yet. Yeah. 
So that's gotten down to such a science because I remember at the beginning, yeah. it would be like when I left for the radio station in the morning, they were setting up for cruise night on yeah. Friday morning. Yeah. And now well, it's like, oh, it's a little more down to a science, gets done yeah. quicker, more efficiently. I like that. We reviewed it beginning before the year started, and we found out how working with the city, how we can adjust things and make it more efficient. Mm -hmm. And they do a great job. Now they don't close the street till really 3.34 o'clock. Right. And they can do that pretty quick with their new barriers. And they have the street closed like within an hour. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And so they do that and then they, they're, they're open within an hour too. So they just come in. They have these this, these new barriers. You've seen them out there. The, mm -hmm. They just come in with a with a hand cart. They lift them up, put them on the truck, and then they go. Where before they they used to use the the ones that were filled with water. Right. They'd empty out the water, and it just took forever to do it. So they invested in these new new uh, new. Uh, I don't forget what they're called, but they um, uh, it's just really efficient. It makes them much more better. So you know better. So. Um, so, and then it helps us with cost because it doesn't take them two hours to set up and you pay for that. Oh yeah. Now they do it within an hour and we've actually, sh this month we shortened the time because we had it from three to, to start at three and, uh, and, and open it back up at eight and we went four to seven and it worked out better. So we were much more efficient. The guys did a good job. They still didn't open the roads until probably seven thirty, almost eight o'clock, but instead of them being there an extra hour later and an extra hour earlier, it actually cuts a lot of uh, cost for us too. And mm -hmm. that was a suggestion that they had too. So, it, so they're, they're looking at, they want to be a successful, you know, it's the 20, 25th year of cruise night. So it's been, uh, everybody's been really receptive and, and I, I've seen a lot of people I haven't seen before, which That's is so great. Cool. That's great. So the cruise night here in Santa Paula is the last Friday of every month. First Friday. The first Friday of every month. Yep. No, and the airport is first Sunday, right? First Sunday. So okay. the whole weekend is there's a lot happening. Yeah. You know, the airport has uh, on Sunday they do stuff I think from ten to two, and then so does the art museum and the agriculture museum, and both the agriculture and art museum are free during those times, and mm -hmm. the agriculture museum is free I think the rest of the year. So, uh, so there's a lot happening. I know the Agri uh, airport museum, they're open and that's free as well. I had a friend, um, in Port Wainimi tell me, I guess she used to work in the agriculture museum and mm -hmm. she was telling me how cool it was. And she yeah. goes, I, she was talking about it. She's like, oh yeah, I used to work there. And I was like, oh, I've never been there. And she goes, are you kidding? She said, she, she told me how cool it was. And she told me about like some of the different things that they have in there. And I was like, oh, okay, it's I'm going to have to go check it out. It's great for the kids. Yeah. You know, they, and, and that's kind of our. They have a little store there, so it's got like a lot of things about agriculture, and you can buy honey, you can buy other things there. Um, so it's it's our cool little gift shop store for the community. Oh, nice! And then they have stuff for the kids in the back. They have a, a, a bee exhibit where they do you can see the bees making honey. She told me about the bee exhibit. Yeah, she told then, me that was a really cool thing. And out back, they have they plant um, vegetables and and flowers and all that. So they have a I have a master gardener that's actually out there. And takes care of the whole back area, so it's it's kind of cool. I mean, it's really really a cool place. I love going in there. Just the atmosphere of it, you know, is great. And you know, that's the home uh, for the county's um, 150th uh, celebration party. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. coming up soon, right? October 21st. So October 21st. Saturday, October 21st. It's based at the Agriculture Museum. That's they're they're the host of it, and the chamber is actually helping with logistics and and putting together some other stuff. And we have Cat um, uh, Merrick from Total uh, BC, Local VC. Mm -hmm. She's doing the um, the entertainment for us. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of all of us. But the host is the Agriculture Museum. So we're going to have 
bunch of stuff there as far as uh, Kids Zone. The Boys and Girls Club are, are sponsoring the Kids Zone. Uh, they're going to have uh, just uh, um, arts and crafts. They're going to have just a ton of things for families. Uh, and that runs from 9 in the morning until probably 2 or 3 in the afternoon. And then everything shifts down to Veterans Park in front of City Hall. And we're going to have a concert there. Right. And that it will start at 2 o'clock. And our headliner is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, nice. Local band. Yeah. You know? And so we have four. We have Charles Law Band, which is a local Santa Paula band. And then we have Whiskey Business from Santa Paula as well. Oh, very good. And then we have... Um, and then we have uh, uh, Mariachi's Camarillo. Mm-hmm. They're coming in also. We have Ray Fresco. You know Ray Fresco's. And then we have um, Big Bad Booty Daddy. So it's a full lineup of entertainment wow. for that. And we're going to have uh, vendors at the um, post office parking lot. Mm-hmm. Or not, po- excuse me, in front of, uh, in front of uh, City Hall on Ventura Street. We're going to have vendors there. Uh, we're going to have vendors on Mill Street. We're actually closing part of Mill Street down right up. And this is all park. October 21st? All October 21st. Wow. So there's two big events. So downtown just going to be slammed that day. Oh, my goodness. And then we're going to have, um, you know, we'll be a full-on stage and the whole thing. And we're going to have, you know, VIPs. They're going to be a whole thing. But it's a huge count. It's 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 the end of the of the celebration portion. Because mm-hmm. uh, we started a few weeks ago at the uh, County Museum in Ventura. The kickoff and it's now it's 150 days of celebration and the and it ends the celebrations end in santa paula that day and then a few weeks later is the state of the county address which will be at the reagan museum uh, reagan uh, presidential museum and that's where that'll end the 150 day celebration oh nice so that'll be our, our county ceo dr Svet johnson will be um We'll be addressing uh, what's going on in the county. Are you going to go attend that up at the oh, Reagan yeah. Library? Oh, yeah, cool. I love going to that event. It's such a cool event. Really? Um, yeah. And it's good to see what's going on in the county. And and you know, I've, I've been to several of them over the years, and and it's always good to see the successes of the county as a whole. You know, you always focus on your own community, but it's good to see how everybody else is very like minded mm-hmm. in different ways. You know, they they all want the same common goal, but they go about it different ways based on their communities. Right. You know, like us here, you know, we're more of an agricultural community. You know, uh, um, you know, we're we have we're like eighty percent Latino, so we're so it's a different way of what we do, but we still want the same common goal. Where you go to some place like maybe Simi Valley, Thousand Oaks, and all that, where maybe it's not as 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 many, um, uh, the makeup's not the same, but mm-hmm. we all want the same thing. Right. So, but you see how we all kind of work together and all this. So I go to these county meetings, and it's great because you see the different mindsets, but you know, you're always still focused on the same goal to make our county the best it could be. Yeah. And we all work together, which is great. There are so many great, unique places in the county, too. There's so, like, uh, I've been spending a lot of time in Port Wainimi lately, and it's yeah. just Port Wainimi with the military mm-hmm. stuff and the beach and the yeah. all. It's just so different from everywhere. But every part of the county yeah. has its own thing, and it's so cool to have everything working together. Yeah, we were down over the weekend, my wife and some friends, we were down over at uh, their concerts in the park over in Channel Islands at the harbor. Oh, yes. yeah. And it was great. It was at least 500 people in this park watching this band, local band, just playing, you know? And mm-hmm. it was kind of cool. It was more of a gathering thing. But it was really good to see. People just wanted to get out. It was a beautiful day. It was hot. You can see the you know the, the harbor there, and it was just really cool. And people just were very nice and just enjoyable, saying hi, talking to you. Everybody just wants to get out and have a good time. So it's really cool. I, I mean, I love the Port Wainimi Channel Islands area. Yeah, me too. It's great. You know, I, I've I've spent more time down there than lately, and it's just a 
beautiful area. Well, you'll have to uh, listen to the Giggles Live radio network and check out the new uh, program called Port and Stuff. It's a show that I do with uh, Stephen Gama, who's a city yes. councilman over there in Port mm-hmm. Miami, and yeah. my son, Tommy. We do, the, we do a little podcast, and we talk about uh, things that are important for the port area. Mm-hmm. We talk about, and we always pick one big boat that we kind of yeah. talk about a little bit. And so... Uh, we're on. Uh, we'll be recording episode five uh, probably nice. today or tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. And you know, with the port, they're trying to go 100% green, mm-hmm. which is great. I know the state gave them uh, I don't know how many millions of dollars to help continue the effort to make it all green, but it'll be 100% green soon, which yeah. is great. I mean, that's that's the carbon footprint's going to be reduced and. And we're going to be one of the first ports that will have that 100%, which it's, is great. And yeah. it's such a great, uh, I mean, just from a almost like a selfish standpoint, it's it's great entertainment. Yeah. I take the kids out there, and we'll sit out there at, over at the La Janelle thing. We'll sit out there hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And they'll, you'll see the big boats coming in. You'll see, mm-hmm. we always see dolphins and seals. And yeah. we see, and it's just such a cool, you spend the day out there, and it's parking is close, and it's free, and it's, it's such a wonderful place to live. Yeah, I've toured the port twice over the last year for my Venture Con Leadership Academy stuff, and, and it's just a great location. And and people, are like I said, they're so nice. Uh, you just see the excitement with that what goes on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. You see, you're seeing rows of cars. You're seeing the giant the, cranes. Yeah, the cranes. The bananas getting offloaded. Mm-hmm. And, you just see, and it's and it's and it all it's. You know, it's chaos, but it all works. Yeah. You know, it's funny how it just... It's like moving gears. Yeah. And, and but they all know what they're doing. And it's it's just, uh, you know, it, it's just great. I mean, I loved it when I went out there. I was like, God, this is so cool. And, you know, a lot of people that live in this area work there also. Yeah. You know, it, that's cool about them is that they hire within the county. And mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people are, are um, you know, like Santa Paula Fillmore and Pyro, a lot of them do work at the port. So. Yeah, for the for the every boat that comes in, there's so many workers local here, yeah. local on the other side, and so many on the on the boat itself too. Yeah, I want to see if I could pick up a beamer and bring it home. You know, anyone laying around there, you know. So let's say they have beamers and bananas. They have <laughs> so, any leftovers. I know. Yeah. <laughs> beamers and cor- bananas. One in the corner there. Can I just grab that and take it? You know. So uh, that sounds like a fun theme for a party: bananas and yeah. beamers. You know what I haven't been is to their banana festival. I don't know if you've ever been to that one. I haven't, but that's coming up, and it might be right. It's I think it's Octoberish. Yeah, we, yeah. We've, we've mentioned it on the show. I think it's in October. Yeah, and they uh, and, and everybody says that's just a blast. So it's those boats are they? Those are the big boats that you see going through the Chiquita Express mm-hmm. and the um, I think there's a Del Monte Express yeah. or something like that. There's yeah, I know when we toured it. I was like, holy smokes, this thing's massive. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. You, you know? don't realize till you get right up on them. We, yeah. we we stayed on the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and um going into the queen mary you go over the port and you in long beach yeah. you just see that massive which i think is one of the biggest in the world yeah and you just see all of the things moving together and it's just it's so cool to to realize that our county is such a big part of that because yeah. there is a lot of Long Beach to Port Wainimi, Port Wainimi to Long Beach. There's a lot of that. Yeah, because they've they've took a lot of the pressure off of the mm-hmm. of, of Long Beach and LA harbors, you know, just because of the amount of stuff that keeps the backlog from COVID, mm-hmm. and they've took a lot on, and they've actually increased their business because of that. Mm-hmm. So, but but you think about it, it's not only the ships, it's the the semi trucks, it's the rail also, and it all like works together right there. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how that works. But yeah, and it's great for our county. You know, that's one of the biggest probably producers of, of sales tax too. 
Oh yeah, tax dollars is that? So. Yeah, and I think uh, I think he said because I asked Stephen like how what's our percentage of export as opposed to import, and he said we're at about like ninety five percent. So we're also they're also taking stuff out of county and. You know, obviously yeah. there's stuff trucked in too, but yeah. there, there's also a lot of our goods and services that are getting out there. And I know they're looking at increasing that too, because they they've reached out to us about is there companies out there that can that are looking to do that. And you know, we don't have that a lot of manufacturing here yet, but mm -hmm. I mean we're getting some, but it's not enough. Uh, and some of them that are here, like Lehman Air and Colombo, they already do that. They already ship all that stuff out. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, but yeah, it's just it's interesting. You know. People don't realize what actually goes on there, and then we have a military base right in yeah. the same place, you know, which is which is cool. So oddly, that's part of what makes me feel home. I think it's a combination of things. Obviously, I spent my four years in Hawaii on Hickam, but I grew up in Sacramento, and Sacramento had McClellan and Mather and Beale. Like there was a lot of bases around there. Yeah, Travis, there was a lot of them. Yeah, so it's um, but no, it's really cool. I mean, this is the perfect time of year to be in Ventura County. The weather's great. Yeah, it Although is. Although it's a little hot, but it'll it'll. Um, and there's so many. Uh, gigantic events coming to Ventura County between the X Games, tacos and tequila. So many things. Oh, coming. yeah. This weekend, tacos and tequila. Next yeah. weekend, the X Games. And then uh, then we have, uh, like I so said, we're going to have an event, our Citrus Music Fest. We've actually moved it to August because it would have been the following week. And I was just like, oh, burnout. You know, so, like, yeah. so it made more sense for us to move it a few weeks later. So it'll be mid-October. And it's kind of we're gonna have it at the at Veterans Park, so it's kind of a we're gonna test the the area for the county party. Nice. So I thought about it. So instead of closing the streets off and doing a big thing, like why don't we do a smaller scale and we do it there, and then we can figure out the logistics, because I'd hate to try and have things go wrong and figure it out during the county per, party. Right. It's like let's get it get a good sense of where everything goes and how it fits, and that way when the when the county party does come in, it's already ready to go. Yeah. So, so I, I rethought it and I was like, let's do a smaller scale version. Cause remember last year we did the three day version at Kmart. Yeah. I remember that. And that wasn't available this year because of the construction on Harvard. And so, uh, so I thought about it. I was like, well, I could go back to our street event and I'm like, no, I go, this might be a good opportunity for us to, to really figure out a new, a new scenario. Cause we were doing this with the county and we want to do it there. And we were, we're kind of unsure. Like, how do we do this? You know, and I'm like, well, here's a great way to test it. And we keep our Citrus Music Festival going, and then next year we'll expand it into a larger. Are you going to let me sling beer tickets again for the Citrus Festival? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do it. We're gonna have a, we're, we're gonna have a beer garden this year. Oh, we can't do a full scale like we did where we had it all enclosed. Should I start go planting some beer seeds or how does that there you work? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a little section there, but but we're uh, so it's a really small it's like a third of what we've been doing but mm -hmm. it was it's probably our smaller smallest event yet but it just uh, it made more sense for us to do that because we have a lot going on and then you know the later uh, a week later from that event is the Spencer McKenzie uh, uh, throwdown no the cornhole tournament. tournament yeah yeah and we're involved in that as well oh I didn't yeah, know that so I'm helping with uh, with the uh, food vendors and the and the bars and all that so the chamber's actually is, uh, helping out with that so uh we can't remember october 1st the seaside collectors expo yeah, where you your, can get your baseball cards your sports cards yeah. did the raiders schedule come out yet did you did you figure out that uh what game you're missing for that yet oh, i'm already i already have my my i was talking to my wife this morning and we already have our games lined up and I already have people we're going with so everybody so we're uh we should be getting our season seats like in the next week or two the actual hard tickets yeah so they're supposed to send those out but uh, but yeah, we're going to four games this year, and we're you know we're gonna. Are you going to one on October first? Are you going to my? Are you going to go to the card show? 
Uh, no, we're we're going the following week. To oh, Vegas. good. See, so, yeah. perfect. Then so you can I, be at the show. I still have it on the calendar. So we're gonna start announcing autograph guests probably next week. I'm going to a I'm going to a thing this weekend where I'm going to run into a few of our autograph potential autograph guests, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just going to kind of run it by them and see what they think about coming out. So yeah, so let me go quickly. Let me make sure. I but I do this. have a few guests already locked in. So it, we're not uh, we're not just out there, you know, swinging and seeing what sticks. We've, we've got a few guests already locked in, yeah. but we'll start announcing those very very soon. Yeah, yeah. I, my. Uh, my niece is getting married down during that week in Mexico, oh. but we haven't got the invite yet. So we, we come back Good. the day of your, of your uh, event. So it's it's blocked, but it doesn't mean we're going to go because my wife's just like, we haven't got an invite yet. And I was like, well, maybe we're not invited. <laughs> That's, I, 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 always, I know it sounds mean, but I always appreciate when I'm not invited to the wedding. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, good. That's, well, that's a day off. Interesting about that is this will be her second time getting married this year. Because she got married through the courts. Same guy, though. Same guy. Okay, good. Earlier this year. And so my wife and mother-in-law went to that one. And they had a big old party. But now she's getting married through the church. So it's the second time they're getting. Oh, okay. So I told my wife, I said, well, if we don't get invited, that's fine. I don't. Yeah, it's only half a wedding anyway. Exactly. It's not. She's already been married. Come on. (laughs) You know? So it's like, you know. I don't know why they didn't do the whole thing, but that's that's them. So, you know, but uh, but yeah, there's you know, there's a lot happening in our communities. There is, and we haven't even said, and we've got the county fair coming. We haven't even talked about county that yet. so many. Fair, you know, the FFA or not FFA, but the live auctions coming up. Too. That's right. Yeah, we August. had um, yeah, we had one of the kids on that's going to be auctioning uh, auctioning off one of the yeah. I, I think it, it was um, a steer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard it. And the auction is uh, August 11th. Yeah, I might I might go out there and do the live broadcast from there because I always enjoyed that. That's fun. Yeah, I, I know last year I was one of those guys that were, were with the auctioneer when they were doing the, the auction. I was one of those guys standing in the crowd that would you see somebody raise their, their paddle and you're like, hey, you know, oh, with nice. the finger and, you know, trying to. Did you wear the black cowboy hat and the black shirt? Black all that hat, stuff too? white shirt you had to wear. You oh, know? did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, so I was out there doing that. Had Had to find my white shirt and it was a little snug i'm like wait a minute here you know you made it entertaining though right did you woo? did you do something oh yeah i was like hey with hands Good. up and the whole thing and luckily i got in front of uh tnt trucking oh. and they're a huge supporter of the auction oh nice. and so i would you know when i'd see somebody out in the outskirts i'd be like okay i'll do that but then i look at them and they're like yes you know he, he would just nod his head i'm like all right boom right here you know <laughs> so I, I was pretty active the whole time i was sweating because i was man I'm, it's actually like work because you know it gets hot in there oh know? it's really warm in there yeah but uh um, and i'm usually out of there by the time the auctioning starts yeah but it, it's great to see all these kids, they, all the hard work they do throughout the year. And, and, and you know, 4-H, Grange, um, FFA, you know, and so on. And, and uh, the, these kids work hard all year. I mean, my kids raise lambs, you know, and it was just, uh, it's, it's a job, you know. But it teaches them a lot. And these kids, you know, make a little bit of money off of it. But it's, um, it's just a great event. And the county has a great facility to do that. I know yeah. last week they set up all the, all the, the barns or whatever the railing and all that stuff so it was kind of cool to see that so they're prepping for it too that's so cool yeah but yeah there's you know there's a lot happening and you know i was just looking at um at you know the tacos and tequilas moved this year it's not at the fairgrounds it's at the uh, state park right there mm-hmm. because of the x games because they're right. stuff for the x games so it's like it's just interesting how everything is just kind of working you know we don't have enough event spaces. When you look at the fairgrounds, uh, they put it in the in the park, which should 
be fine, you know? That'd be interesting, yeah. Yeah. See Flo Rida right there on the beach. I know. Never thought I'd see that. Yeah, so it's, uh, but yeah, this is a great county this time of year. It really is. It really is. It's a a great county all year, but yeah, it's really, if you like to do stuff, this is the place to be. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we have uh, three grand openings coming up. Oh, what do we have coming up in, in here? This Friday, we have the reopening of the uh, farmer's market. It used to be out here in front of the train depot. Now it's at Anna Cider. Oh, nice. So that'll be the permanent home of it. Uh, a little smaller scale. Um, made more sense for us to do that. New market manager. So we kind of rethought how we were going to do things. We learned a lot from this this facility here. Is there always a DJ there too now? Uh, they're going to have it, be like the regular there'll be an entertainment every week there. Nice. And plus, you can get a cider. You can get a little wine, some beer. They got a great outdoor facility there. So we're going to have 12 to 15 vendors every week there. Food trucks and, and you know, it's, so it's, it's really cool. We did that preview during cruise night. And so every, so every Friday it'll be at Anna Cider unless it's cruise night. Then it goes back to Davis Street until the end of the year. And then after that, it stays at Anna Cider year round. Oh, wow. So a local local um, uh, lady in Anna that is actually managing it for the chamber. So it's it's uh, cool to see, and we have the focus is on local vendors. We have a lot of vendors that are within Ventura County, where our other one used we had very few. Most of them were from LA. Mm-hmm. So, and we wanted to change that because we're an agricultural community. So let's bring in our locals instead. Yeah. So, so different market manager, different mindset, and we've had a different. You know, we've had our discussions on it, and and what we wanted to really see to help promote our community. So it was great to see the the. Um, uh, during cruise night, we had a lot of uh, the people that were were doing the uh, the that were the vendors. Mm-hmm. I was talking to them like, yeah, I'm from Camarillo, and you know, I'm from Ventura, and I'm I'm from Santa Paula, and uh, and someone was from Fillmore, and it was like cool to see. But they were all just local people, and it was good to see that. And a lot they had a long a huge following. Oh wow! So um, nice. so it was nice. Where before when we had the other market, and these people were great, but they were from L.A. and they really didn't have a connection. They developed a connection, but they didn't have that instant connection. So it was, yeah, uh, and it was wasn't as it's not as um, I don't want to say profitable, but it isn't as profitable for them because they also they have to travel all the way up here and they have to travel all the way back and they're you know it's yeah it gets you know it is it, it, keeping it all local works out for in so many ways. Yeah, we had some in our old market. We had some that were traveling over an hour, and it was just crazy that they would do that and really not make a bunch of money, but they were doing it for the love of doing it, but. Now, you know, we had, you know, 805 Pies is one of our, will be one of our vendors and they live a few blocks from where it is, yeah. you know? So it's, I saw she sold out again really Yeah, quickly. and I, I was talking to her and her husband and, and they're like, yeah, we're, we want to do the market. It's great. We live right up the street here. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier for us to do this. And, uh, and yeah, so, it was, you know, we have Blue Ridge Honey. We're gonna, I think we're going to have back soon. And we have just a lot of local people and, and it's just so cool to see that. It that really is cool. Yeah. So it, it's going to be a market that we actually envisioned from the beginning, mm-hmm. but we had to go through a growing process. You know, you, yeah, had to you have learn to learn how to do it first. For sure. And we brought it in the market managers. We had, had great experience and they showed us how to run a market, but then it just got to a point where it kind of ran its course. And then we just felt it was just time to, to do something different revitalization exactly and it's always good to change every so often too and we ran for a year and a half and and we learned a lot from it and we learned that you can't close the street every week because it becomes costly and now we have a venue where 
we don't have to pay for all that stuff. So we, we probably reduce 75% of our costs. See, that's great. So how do, how do we get to the, it's going to, you said Anna Cider, unless the, unless it's, um, cruise night, right? Cruise night, it goes to Davis street for the remainder of the cruise night season through October. And then after that, it's in Anna Cider every week. Okay. And so, uh, but yeah, you'll be there. It's uh, together, uh, Friday nights, four to eight, four to eight. Yeah. And I said, there's 12 to 15 vendors to start with. We'll bring in a couple food trucks, uh, you know, and it's then there's plenty of other food around there. You know, you have Anna Cider has has their their drinks and all that that they do. But if some of the food that's there, you don't you know the food trucks, you can always go to El Capriccio, which is great for Mexican food. Go to Robledo, you can go to the Drap. It's all within two blocks. So there's a lot of restaurants. You know, we have a new barbecue place that'll be opening up hopefully in in August. But uh, so yeah, a lot of things happening. You know, we have another grand opening. Um, that'll be on July 28th. It's mm-hmm. a Friday night. We normally don't do a Friday night grand opening, but this is kind of a special thing. Okay. Uh, Cocina 1912, which is 1069 East Main Street, mm-hmm. uh, just east of, um, of 10th Street here. Um, it's a brand new owner, uh, upscale Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. If you really love Mexican food, by far, they're like one of the best Mexican foods here I in town. I love nacho fries. Oh, they got they got some great stuff. Oh, you, you know, uh, nacho fries maybe I'm not totally their kidding. their their specialty, but they can make it for you. But they do handmade handmade tortillas and all that stuff. It's great. We were there yesterday for breakfast, uh, so we're doing that on Friday night. It's uh, the uh, July twenty eighth from four to four four to about nine p.m. Um, we're gonna have mariachis. We're gonna have a whole. Uh, they have a whole back patio, so it's kind of cool. And then August 10th, we have D Thai Cuisine, which is Thai foods, finally coming to Santa Paula. Nice. And so that'll be at the Vaughn Shopping Center, um, uh, 592 uh, West Main Street. It's where the old Chinese food place is right next to, to it's, it's right next to, uh, um, uh, in between Round Table and the UPS store right there. Oh, okay. And so uh, great couple that, that's going to run it. They have, the, they have their Thai food place over on Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're bringing it to Santa Paula now. And so they'll be opening. They're doing a soft opening August 3rd, but we're going to do the official grand opening on August 10th. So she's going to let everybody try her food, and it'll it'll be great. So so we got a lot of good things happening in Santa Paula right now. That's, That's exciting. Uh, yeah, or around the county for, for all that. So, yeah. yeah. And, of course, we still have our giggles going the last Friday of the month at the hangar. We, uh, August, we have... Or wait, what is it? July. July, yeah. July 26th. The uh-huh. great Joe Bartnick. He was actually one of our first headliners at Giggles. He headlined the Mupu Grill way back in the day. We're uh-huh. bringing him back. He writes for all the, I mean, he writes for a lot of big name comedians. He's on tour with uh, Bill Burr. Uh, Rider Strike, I'm able to get access to some of these guys that I normally wouldn't. So it's good to bring my buddy Joe. And Joe's a really close friend. Like me and Joe. Uh, he lived in San Francisco when I started comedy, and he was a comic. That's where he was doing his stand-up. Yeah. And so we spent a lot of time, and we'd go to sports and stuff together. So I'm just so stoked to have him have him back. And it's a good time to get people right now in Hollywood, huh? So with the strike and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, un- unfortunately, well, things are getting getting a little scary for everybody, especially content creators with the AI stuff. And so it's um, it's a good time to get out and support your live artists because they're all a little bit nervous right now. Oh yeah, and I saw that in the news this morning that you know they're thinking about the fall. There's like there's no shows for the fall, mm-hmm. you know, so because they're not doing anything. They'd normally be filming right now, and so it's going to delay it probably six to eight months. 
you know. And then there, yeah, but there's another strike on the other on the back end of it that's going to happen. Uh, the I can't actors. remember which one. No, the actors one I think got. I think the actors strike got resolved, but there's another one. I thought I can't this morning one. they were still trying to. Figure oh, it is out it one. okay? They were talking about it possibly could. So it's like writers, uh, possibly the actors, and there was another group within them too. What a bad time to put yourself out of business, Hollywood. It's a bad time with TikTok so popular and so many people able to just. I mean, now, like I said, with the AI, you can go on and say, hey, can you do a video for me about, yeah. you know, the time yeah. Babe Ruth visited Santa Paula? You know, but I get it because, you know, they weren't getting the residuals from from streaming services and a lot of that stuff. So I, I see because that's a new avenue. And if they're not tapping into that. And it, oh, I don't blame the writers. They're at using all. their content. I mean, yeah. Oh, I don't blame know? the writers at all. So, no, I'm 100 percent on board yeah, with the so writers. These studios have actually took advantage of that. I think I think COVID. The, I think the studios are shooting themselves in the foot by not yeah. resolving this stuff immediately. Yeah, And I don't I think, think the they want a lot. I just think they want some, you know, they can come to a conclusion on that. But I think, you know, Studios are putting their foot down, you know? mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you know you have you have all these in, independent companies that are doing films and doing all this, so they don't need the big studios anymore. Well, they do for distribution, but for making films, like you said, doing even simple stuff, yeah. I mean, you can do it. You can. There's been entire films done on iPhones. Yeah, anybody can do it. Yeah, the <laughs> technology's there, so but, yeah. All, all right. We ran a, a couple minutes long, but it's going to be all good. That You'll just miss the last couple of minutes if you're listening to the second part of it on the Giggles Live radio network. But if you're listening, you know we're on everywhere podcasts are found. Did you know that? We're on Spotify. Did you know that? No, I didn't know We're that. on all those things. Spotify, iHeart, you name it. Nice. So get out there and make sure you like, subscribe, tell your friends. We usually talk at least a little bit of sports, but we haven't sat down in so long and there's so much going on. we got to make sure we get Next out one, there. Next we'll talk about the All-Star game. Home run derby. That's that, right. Home run derbies tonight. Home so, run derbies tonight. Yeah. So who do you got? Uh, Mookie. Oh, is Mookie in it tonight? In I don't even know who's in yeah. it tonight. He's the only one I know that's in it. So I'm like, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. Spence asked me this morning which Giants are in the All Star game, and I was like, that's a great question. I have no idea how. I mean, I don't know. There's like five or six Dodgers that made it, but I don't know. Uh, if there, I don't know of any Giants that were in it. Yeah. I mean, Giants aren't really an all-star team. They've even with the three World Series. Yeah, we had the Buster Posey and the and the Madison Bumgarner, but those guys became the Hall of Famers. They weren't Hall of Famers at that time. They were the team that. Yeah. Made. So kind of cool. I don't even know who's the top Giants player right now. Who would be the Giants? Maybe Crawford. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. But they're hanging in there though. They're yeah. You know. Well, they're, they're so fun. I well, love it. Well, Great they're spirit. Both the Padres were okay, right? <laughs> Yeah, stay above the Padres. Let's, let's get the snakes out of there. Let's keep it. I think the way the good Lord intends for it to be Dodgers Giants at the end. That's the best way. Yeah, that's yeah. the way it should be. All right. Well, thanks for sitting down with me, John. Always appreciate your time. And thanks for listening to us on the Giggles Live Radio Network. <laughs>